JR, when it comes to mental health, we are constantly changing our language. Do you think we're becoming too politically correct? I'm not walking on that ledge. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna walk on that ledge? No, I would have to provide some context in anything that I say there and Fair enough. Hey y'all, it's Onika. And JR. And you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How are you doing today, JR? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing well today. Um, how's your week been? Uh, it's been... It's been flowing. Flowing? Flowing with positive energy. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. How was, how's your week? My week's been good. Um, it's... I can't say it's flowing with positive energy, but it's flowing with something. Uh, just energy in general, it feels like. I've, I've had so much of it recently, it seems like. So. Oh, it's that time of the month? <laughs> no, it's that time of the year. <laughs> it's that time of the year. That time of the year. Um, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm not going to explain it to you. It's that time of the year. Bipolar. With my bipolar. Um, I'm high energy in the spring and the summer, low energy in the fall and the winter. So it's that time of the year. That's why there's so much energy flowing through me. Oh, okay. That one right there, I, I'm going to say, I'm bipolar. So during the spring and the summer, I have high energy. And uh, whoa, 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 like this whoa, is, whoa, whoa. This, this I said my, I said my bipolar. So we are, we're going to talk about that today because you didn't hear what I said. I said my bipolar. I, I was addressing my, my bipolar. bipolar. Yeah, I said not I'm bipolar. I said my bipolar. So it's it's there's this shift when you shift the language, when you shift the language, it has different meanings. And I wanted to talk today about language. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yes, um, there's there's been there's been a bit of controversy. I think I would say when it comes to language in our society, when it comes to mental health, um, people just don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it, and if they make a word choice, 50% of the time it's the wrong thing to say. So That seems to be the odds you would have when you're choosing your words. 50-50. <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance you're going to get it wrong. You're going to get it right. Or you're going to get it right. Let's be positive. Let's be positive. Um, but the question I asked you at the top of the show about being politically correct. At the top of the podcast? Which the podcast, sorry. My apologies. I still don't know the language. <laughs> at the top of the podcast. Um, I was asking you, because all, there's been all of these changes in, in language and how we, we speak to mental health and mental illness, um, are we becoming too politically correct? And we can use ourselves as an example in that every second Wednesday of the month, we have a show, we have an, a segment called All Kinds of Crazy. Now, is it okay because I have a mental illness that I could use the word crazy versus you being able to use the word crazy? You asked a lot there. Can you go over that again? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, I, no, I was saying, and I'm not just promoting our every second Wednesday episode, um, Oh, quite way back when we thought well, I thought of all kinds of crazy so what I'm asking you is is it okay for me someone who has a mental illness to use kind of whatever terminology I choose versus you using terminology that might offend 
So are we speaking specifically of the word crazy? Because I use that word in my personal life. Freely. Or we talk about other words. Um, all the words. Like, all the words. All the words. So, crazy, psycho, schizo. Well, what, not, do you, what do you what do you want the politically correct deranged. answer? Do you want the no, I want answer I want the answer. I want the answer you're willing to give to our listening audience. Whatever uh, answer that is. Uh, I think that we all use different language um, in our private lives, and our and we are okay with that. And sometimes that language may not be uh, politically correct. Um, so as long as we are leaving that language out of the mixed company, mixed company, uh, I'm not going to say how to police somebody on what language they use in, in, in their own home. So I, I don't know what angle you're asking me for, for, for this, what angle you're coming from with this question, like how you, how you would prefer me to answer. Cause I mean, no, it's in not one a way, preference. In, in one way, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. And I mm-hmm. believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do I believe that there's 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 certain levels of uh, 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 dignity and respect that we should use in in the in the public with regards to any any type of area or topic, whether it's you know uh, mental health or um, even you know topics like the right to choose that that's going on mm-hmm. right now um, in the U.S. Uh, any type of topic. I mean, I just think there's certain things that you you, sh- you can say in the privacy of your home, home, or you should have the ability to say or or question. And there's some things that maybe you want to like you may, you're going to want to you know refrain from saying or at least um, phrase it correctly when you're when you're speaking. So I guess language is important. I don't know. I think I just went in a whole circle there. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I answered you, your question. I I think you answered the question correctly. Um, Okay. Well, you answer to the best of your ability. That's all I know, and that's all I care about. So <laughs> that's all I care about, Jr. Oh. Uh, that you do your best. <laughs> I got a participation medal there. Yeah, I? you did. You got a little one, just a little one. Wow. <laughs> but um, I was reading an article, and there was a quote from uh, Susanna Wilson. Apparently, she's an actor. I think it's probably in England because the quote, the um, the article is from England. Um, we are faced with more and more censorship of words that have been deemed politically incorrect and we are at risk of becoming a nation that is losing our freedom of speech. Oh, I remember I wanted on to go the with other this hand, Okay, let me finish okay. the quote and then you can go. Sorry. On the <laughs> other hand, it's just an, an excuse for ignorant for the ignorant to remain ignorant if we continue to use language that is potentially harmful to others. So where were you going? Go ahead. Okay. Fin- and then we'll talk about the quote. I'm so sorry I cut you off there. But it's like, That's okay. Like, Shit Oof. happens. Shit and, happens. You're like, boom, then, it came back. And then as soon as I cut you off, it went to the ignorant. And I was like, oh, yeah. You deserve that. You deserve that. What uh, were you going to say, though? I'm, uh, I'm I was gonna so say, interested. So, uh, we evolve as, 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 as people and as a culture. And, you know, when, when thing, we become aware of things, we kind of, as a group, come to a consensus and mm-hmm. kind of, like, conform to whatever it is that's mm-hmm. like our whole you know humanity and stick and <laughs> that's not what i said don't put words in my mouth thank you very much sorry about that um that is a whole part of our and i'm trying to come across as like you know all proper and everything now, you know? <laughs> uh no but that's part of our our, our like the whole humanity and and compassion and all and all those areas so i mean 
yeah, I mean, like we evolve, so we have to we, we have to make mistakes in order to get better. So I guess now that people are are voicing their concerns, maybe we can grow as a people. Because I mean, the mentality that someone has today is quite different than the mentality someone had a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Like now, we may not be happy with where we are today, but we still have to put up the fight. We still have to, you know, try and and, and try and progress and make change and and do our little part because you want the next generation to have it better than you than than you have it so Mm -hmm. when we're talking about mental health you know what well for the for the past thousands the thousands of years like we weren't talking about this so or maybe we were and we were treating it by just throwing people away and locking throwing people away lock closing the door locking the key and throwing the key away i Mm -hmm. I don't know i don't know the exact saying i know what you're trying to say yeah um Today we're saying, no, you know, you know what? We're going to try and integrate anyone that has some sort of mental illness into society because they, they have a right to be a part of society. And if we can do that by, you know, whatever type of drug therapy, um, you know, uh, any type of, of psychotherapy, however we can do that, let's, let's do that as a means first. So, I mean, we're, 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 we're taking small steps. I mean... Things take time. Everything takes time. Everything you know? in its own time, as my mother would say. And, you know, obviously we're in an instant gratification age. So, you know, we want things to be done now, but that doesn't, that's not necessarily how things happen. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as, you know, we, we put a, we bring awareness and put the word out and try and get more and more people um, exposed to, um, you know, the literature, the information, um, whatever it is. You know, as more people become aware, you know, we're going to grow, you know, like this, this may, we may go down in, in, in a hundred years in history, like this small moment in time, this like 20 year period in time right now might be seen as, you know, the t- what happened just before the great thing happens, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like, you know, you never know. The moment like, in time, the moment in time, right? The... Like, you know, like I think about all the things that have happened in, in our lifetime. And if you think back 20 years before that, was that even a possibility? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the silliest things, like... The, the kind of video games that I dreamed of as a kid are reality today. Exactly, like, like they're, they're reality. Like the video games look like the real sports players when you're playing them. So it's crazy. It, 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 <laughs> things things happen in their own time. So anyway, that's where I wanted to go with that. that that's what I wanted to add. Well, um, I I appreciate well. you. I appreciate you for adding that. I, this is not going to be a very popular opinion. Yep. Um, but I'm going to say it anyways, and I guess I'm allowed because I have a mental illness. I guess. Um. I kind of feel that this evolution of language is just not it, like I don't want to. I don't want to offend anyone. I, you know, I I don't want the ignorant to stay ignorant, and I I will always want people to be educated about mental health and mental illness and all that goes with it. But I feel like this evolution of language is making us the other. It's not integrating us into society or making making us. It doesn't make me feel any more "quote unquote" normal to have someone say to me, uh, "You have bipolar disorder," as opposed to "You are bipolar." It doesn't. It doesn't change. I I myself refer to myself as a bipolar person. I don't. I don't take the time to stop and think and say, "I have bipolar disorder because it my disease doesn't define me," and et cetera, et cetera. I don't. I don't stop to do that because I think it's kind of semantics, like. It feels like, I don't know, it's like, 
how do I comp- what, what do I compare this to? Like, for instance, the N word. We know there's controversy around it. We know, you know, it's can we say it? Who can say it? What can we say? When can we say it? Is it should it be in music, et cetera, et cetera? But it's not going to stop. Just to, for clarification, in music, it's the it's it's spelled with a and an a and it's just to the er so it's 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 a little also take out take out music from that previous sentence a little there's difference there's a difference there's a difference but it's not stopping you know white supremacists from existing you know all around the world or not using the f word because i don't like to say it at all when it comes to gay people you can guess what it is it's not stopping people from wanting you know gay people to not get married so why are we thinking that changing, having these like gross changes in in language? We need to like address. We need to address the stigma and the discrimination. Like that's what needs to be addressed. So you're basically saying we need to get back to teaching everybody to share in kindergarten or preschool. What do you mean by that? Well. You said that the language isn't the problem, and you need to get to the fundamental mm-hmm. um, like issue, root, root, yeah. root cause. Yeah. So, what's the root cause? The root cause is that people we are finding a reason to distinguish ourselves, separate ourselves um, from the pack, and show our superiority um, in any way, shape, or form. So the easiest way to do this is by your look and your appearance, Mm -hmm. right? So you have what, like, going back, let's go back centuries, you've got what? African, Chinese, um, Middle Eastern, and European, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, and did I forget anybody? Um, No, you're good. I think I'm good. Um, But look, look, look at those specific... Um, appearances when it comes to um, skin tone. Like that was an easy way to, you know, separate quote unquote a traitor or not a traitor, but someone who was not part of your tribe or part of your your group. Mm-hmm. And you know, today now we're we're f- trying to find ways to um, separate ourselves because to the whole oh every black person looks the same but if you're if you're black you know you could look the subtle difference between you know a nigerian a Ghanaian, uh a jamaican uh trinidadian. a trinidadian like you you could you know the subtle difference the same mm-hmm. way as like when someone says all asians look the same but if you're asian you could you know the difference between a korean a japanese person a filipino a chinese person like so we we're still trying to differentiate differentiate ourselves and, and and show who we are and i guess from a mental health perspective, are you? You just said that how we are. You feel that you're not. You're being segregated as opposed to being integrated, and so the root cause is just human nature. <laughs> is what I'm getting to. Um, oh, kindergarten. I get it. So now I'm going it. back to. Oh, that. So that you, kindergarten. You really, I get that, it. So I'm like, go back I to totally kindergarten. Get we it. Go back Where and you have to share. share. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like. You know? I like how you did that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Okay. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like there are certain words. There are certain words that get my back up, for sure. Um, psycho is definitely one of them, because it refers to psychosis, which I've actually experienced. So when someone calls someone else psycho, 
I'm like, no, that means someone's going through psychosis and you don't know what that's like. Or if they call themselves a psycho, I'm like, you, you okay. don't know what that's like. You okay. know what I mean? Like, you could go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use this one as you as an example. For sure. Because I, I've seen you in psychosis. Okay. And I would define that as psycho. Psycho. Exactly. Okay? But I've seen, I've had, you know, girlfriends that have been mad at me for something that I might have done or no, the times where it's been like that, I definitely did something and they acted out in a manner that was similar to the way you acted, but for a shorter period of time. So I would say <laughs> So you would say they're psycho. So I, no, but I would say like oh, this, this this girl's crazy. Like how I said earlier, I've used the word because you, you we talked about all crimes of crazy. Yeah. So I was, in my mind I was thinking, well, I've called a woman crazy like in my in my day or two. Like so I can't really stand back and, and say something like that. So but in that moment I've seen you go through psych in a psychosis moment. Like I don't know what to talk about. In a psychosis a psychotic episode. Psychotic episode. Psychotic episode. And I've seen a woman be angry at me and in a short burst of time acts similar to that but she is not that so that but, in, in that it, respect in that respect you can't actually use the words this woman is a psycho when she's actually not like medically deemed a psychotic human being she's just she's it's, it's like, one of those things where you're using the word in uh, um in a colloquial manner like it's but don't words don't, don't words evolve and the definitions change? Isn't that the argument people like to make? It's it's hard because crazy is a word just in the English language in general. Like some of these words were made for mental health, whereas some other words are used like towards mental health, but they weren't necessarily made for mental health. Like look up the word crazy. What's the definition of crazy? Okay, so the the Webster's definition of crazy is. Full of cracks or flaws. Did I look up crazy? I'm like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> You're like did I look up crazy? Did I look up crazy? C R A Z Y. It's an adjective, right? Uh huh. Crazy. Definition one: full of cracks or flaws. Um, oh, there we go. Definition number two: not mentally sound. Marked by thought or action that lacks reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. So. Crazy can be used... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. What, 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 what? Distracted with desire or excitement. Exactly. Crazy in love. Oh, Like, crazy could be used in many different ways. There's the noun. One who is or acts crazy. So one who acts passionately. Because passionately is a definition of crazy. Exactly. So you so, could call her crazy, so but you can't call her, crazy, call her psycho. But I can't. Call, so I can call her. <laughs> <laughs> you could call her crazy, but you can't call her okay, psycho. No. Look up psycho. Okay, we're looking up psycho. It's Guys, P- this it's, is it's, necessary. It's, 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 this is P- absolutely necessary. No, These are semantics, but I know it's absolutely necessary. It's P S Y C H O, right? P S Y C H O. Yeah. Okay, a deranged or psychopathic person. Not used technically. That's the word psycho as a noun. Yeah. So psycho is not even like a real word. No, it's like it's short for psychosis. Just like schizo is not a real word. It's short for schizophrenic. No, it's not. It's psychos is the plural. A deranged or psychopathic person. 
then you have to look up psychopathic, which would lead you to a mental health, you know, explanation or like a mental health definition. Yeah, like or related to or characterized by by something. Yeah, it, that's a mental health. Being psychopathic is a mental health condition. Whereas being crazy, anyone could be crazy. My mama goes crazy sometimes. Like God love her, but I've seen it. Like yeah, so, psychopath would be so psychopath would be a word that you shouldn't use. You shouldn't throw around liberally. No, no. But crazy is. Hmm. Crazy is crazy. Crazy is as crazy does. Like <laughs> crazy's okay. I'm okay with crazy, and I'm not. I'm not the authority. I'm not the deciding factor on what's okay and what's not okay to say. I'm just saying that like certain certain words affect people, you know, in the mental health community differently. And I think the reason everyone wants to change the language is because of all the stigma behind the language. So, like, when someone, someone, and and I've, I've discovered recently that this is a majority of women do this. Um, they use um, mental health language, like negative mental health language, uh, in their everyday lives to describe themselves, whereas men will use it as an insult, which is what you basically just said. You called a girl crazy, whereas a girl will say, "Oh my god, I'm feeling so OCD today." But I would, I didn't use that as a, as a negative. I no, just I'm not saying to, it's not a negative, but some men will use it those terms as an insult. Well, I was just using it to describe the situation. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like we describe situations. That, that's, that's what we do. That was, it was a situation like I, I was very specific. You were very, you were very specific in the yeah, situation. Yeah. But as I said, some men use it. We're not going to know. We're not going to talk about some men because we're not. We're not going to generalize here. Okay, um, we won't talk about some men, but yeah. well, I'm a woman, so I'm going to say this as a woman. Okay. And I think I've probably said this in my past at some time or another before I, I experienced my bipolar, before I knew what mental health really was. I'm I'm depressed, or I'm when I'm having a sad day, or I'm so OCD because I'm super organized, or I'm hyper. If I'm hyperactive, oh, she's I have ADHD. You know, like they're just using the terms to describe themselves when they don't actually have a proper diagnosis. Okay. Which happens yeah. frequently, and you're saying women do this. Women do it more. Well, you well, we can't speak on men because I can't speak on behalf of men because I'm not sure. I've never heard a man actually say he's, you know, used a mental health disorder to describe himself. Not himself, just as an insult. As an insult, or oh, as an insult. As an insult. Sorry. Okay. As an they, that's insult. what I'm saying. Women use it to describe themselves, but men use it as an insult, kind of like the B word. Sorry, men use it as an insult. Women use it to describe themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, like I can see that. Like crazy psycho bitch. Like you know, like she was a psycho. Like whatever. You know, they're using the terms. That girl's totally schizophrenic. She was completely schizo, guys. I don't guys, even know. Oh my goodness. Like she was a schizo. Like yeah, like just using the term like this meaning that the girl had split personality or whatever else. And they're just using the term, you know, insultingly. But as I said, women more use it to describe themselves. And I've heard it so often with especially young women um, saying things like, I'm totally feeling OCD today. Like, it's just one of those things where. Isn't that just because we we're, we have a, access to a lot more information so you can use different words to describe whatever it is you're trying to say? Could it be related to that? It to me, it feels like making light of mental health. When I hear specific conditions attached to emotions, that because it's like you don't you don't know what that is like. You don't know. 
but isn't, I, I isn't, don't. Isn't, can we can we say that it, the only way these words became general knowledge is because the information is out there and somebody was looking it up and it's because how did how did the, how did there become a a mental health and men, mental health epidemic I'm, I'm that's not the right word to use uh how has there been a a recent lift in exposure to mental health information um without somebody needing it or asking or wanting for it or, or looking for it or you know the number the stats coming in from like google analytics saying that these people are looking this up i mean so that means the words are out there people are are, are seeing what the words are and maybe they're self-diagnosing yeah um that's what i was and, gonna say but they're but they're using the words to some degree in a context that makes sense so if someone says they are oh my gosh i'm so depressed yes i understand what you're saying but they based on the word the, the definition of depression they may they may feel that they have those symptoms but that's actually a, that's a mental health problem that's not a mental health illness oh sorry see i messed up words there like saying you saying anything like if someone who's says uh i'm I'm feeling completely bipolar today, and they're using that to mean they're feeling moody. They could just say they're feeling moody. Yeah, they don't saying, have to use the diagnosis. Yeah, but um, bipolar, by definition, um, having or are marked by two mutually repellent forces. Or did I look up bipolar? <laughs> I'm depressed. Which one did you look up? Having or involved the use of two poles or polarities. Oh no, because it's a scientific term, buddy. Yeah, it's a scientific term that was to- coined to, to um, then be used as a, a psychological um, characteristic. Yeah, that happens. So, I mean, hey, by definition, um, two poles, two polarities, two differences. I mean, if someone is technically using it to say, I'm feeling so bipolar today, they're basically feeling like two opposites. Um, which you know, mm, I mean, uh-uh. if you want, to, uh-uh. no, here's the thing. Uh-uh. If, if I'm you not want, taking it. I'm you don't not have, taking like, it. You don't have to take it. I'm just saying, if you want to get technical, because if you want to look at the origin semantics. of the word oh, semantics, because it doesn't go your way, huh? Amen. All right. Um, is, is that a female trait? Um, I don't know. I I'm can't asking. speak for I'm, all of women. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking for your can't perspective. Speak, I can't speak for all of womankind. Oh, okay. Um, cool. We're talking about the health language, though. We're not talking about. Um, I know that. I'm on topic here. Um, I bipolar. just bipolar. I'm, I'm bipolar. I'm, you're like I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, see, you're, and you're thinking, oh, see, you're on two different poles right now, women and and women in mental health. See, two. You're bipolar. Bipolar. <laughs> I'm having entendre. a bipolar moment. There you go. Um, no, I just I can't agree with it. I, I'm sorry. I see where you're coming from. I'm not saying I don't see where you're coming from. If any if, if anyone was to be as diligent as you are and actually look up the definitions of these words outside of like WebMD where there are diagnoses for these words, then you know what? Feel free to use them in whatever manner you wish. But the likelihood is they're not looking up these words. They're, they are looking them up on Google uh, or WebMD or YouTube. And they're, they're, they're trusting... Urban you know, Dictionary. Urban Dictionary, thank <laughs> you. They're trusting you know TV psychologists and TV psychiatrists. Well, not TV, YouTube or whatever. You know what I mean? TVs don't exist. Here's the thing. The doctors, Dr. The doctors, Phil, Dr. Phil, Dr. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, they're trusting these 
these people, you know. No, I'm saying you don't value their opinions? No, I don't. I oh. absolutely don't. Okay. I don't. TV doctors, it's like TV evangelists. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. So, yeah, you're just, you're, you're not looking these terms up like JR just happened to be looking these terms up. You're just using the terms to describe just a general emotion, not knowing what, for instance, you know, I, I know someone who has OCD and they have to touch every doorknob in a room, like everywhere they go. Like it's, it's, or I've seen documentaries with people who, you know, have to clean every surface or wear gloves all the time because they think their germs are going to kill them. Like different, different things. Okay. We all know what OCD is. Okay. But- so, but if I, if I turn the light switch off every day before I leave my house and all of a sudden one day I forget to leave the light switch on and I say, oh no, I'm feeling OCD today. Like, is that, is that, is that, is that no. wrong? That's wrong. That's wrong? That's wrong. Okay. Because um, the act of being OCD would be the turning the light off, not leaving the light on, number one. I, I'm I, I'm making stuff up on the spot. I know I'm, you I'm are. Try, I'm just trying to help here. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to, like, really, I want to know, like, what, uh, when is it, because it's okay for me to say something like, damn, I'm starving. There's not been one day in my life where I have actually been on the verge of starving. <laughs> That's not a joke. Like, that, like that's no. We're talking about language. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really trying to dive into this because there is not one day in my life where I've actually been starving. But we say that come and go all the time. I mean, I might be hungry. I might feel a little. I might feel like a little ruffle in my stomach. But starving, like language. Like what are we? What are we doing here about this? Like I, I don't. I don't. I, what's the difference between me saying I'm feeling a little OCD and I'm, I'm starving? First of all, I can't believe you're actually comparing the two things. One dealing with a rumble in your belly and the other one dealing with a serious medical condition. Um, I would probably say that's the difference. And there are actually people who are on the street (laughs) that are physically starving. So maybe by you saying that, you're offending that group of people. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that we use language all the time, and I was giving an example of the language that we, that we use in, 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 com, in common everyday West, the Western world. Like, if you, if, you remember, if you remember back to, like, first-year psychology, when you have Maslow's mm-hmm. hierarchy of needs, you know, you have your physiological needs, safety, uh, love and belonging, esteem, and I don't remember the last one. Um, self-actualization, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. But the first level um, was food, water, you know, and shelter. Um, so if you're not eating, I think food, water, and shelter come before your psychosis. Safety. Okay, what's the, what's so the... I, I'm just I'm just you're, you're saying I'm comparing food to your mental health. I'm like I think that is a very good thing to compare. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I'm just I'm just giving. I'll you, take it. I'll I mean, take it. But or, or what do you want? You want to go water? We can do no. Water. We don't have to do water. I I've okay. learned my lesson. Um. But I still think that when it comes to specifying a condition to describe a mood, Mm -hmm. like, you don't... It's like being conscious of the fact that you're saying, I'm starving. And then thinking about, am I actually starving? Or am I just a little bit hungry? It's like taking the time to think about what you're saying. But no one thinks about that. Well, maybe we should. 
Don't you think? I mean, absolutely. I think we should always consider the things that we say before we say them. But what I'm asking you is, what's the difference between me making like that that OCD-based reference to me making a, a hunger-based reference? I mean, they're both identical. I wouldn't say they're they're identical. I wouldn't say they're identical. I would probably say, again, with OCD, that's a medical condition that people... I don't want to use the word suffer because that's one of the words. That's one of the no-no words. Um, it's a medical condition that people experience. Uh, that can't be necessarily... And I don't think OCD can be cured, actually. But something like hunger, though we have yet to cure world hunger, can be cured in an individual by feeding them. Like, there's... It's just two different experiences. I just don't see how those two different experiences can okay, let's, compare. Let's, let's go with this one. Uh, I am about to go on stage and give a performance, and I say, oh my gosh, I feel like I have severe anxiety. What you actually have is mental distress. It's not severe anxiety. I don't know what you're talking about. So Oh, you're giving me what I would what I would need to say in order to Yeah, no, okay, you're you're okay. distressed you're distressed mentally. So, so it's something so far, that so everybody I'm, would go anyone anyone who's standing in your position might may or may not feel the same way. Okay, absolutely, but nonetheless, it's said. It was what, said. I know what I'm saying to you though is that what you're going through I, I it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what the person's going through, the person said this. But that severe anxiety or anxiety disorder is a condition that's that people actually go through. You're experiencing okay, some yes. nervousness. Okay, but it, you are not necessarily severely anxious. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I'm trying to get to. You're, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're trying to dig into something that's not there. Sorry, okay. my bad. Okay, so... You say you're severely anxious, you're not anxious. You're using that as a reference. Mm-hmm. What, I'm comparing that to being hungry. Now let's go. What, what, what is the difference? How do, we, how do we approach this so that whatever the solution is, that you, maybe the one that you're trying, to, you're trying to have, how do we get there? But I gotta, I gotta understand what you're, what you're, what, I need to understand really what the problem is. I'm is, just it, is, ha- the, is the problem mm-hmm. that you feel singled out? In, in general, and you want to feel included in society, and by trying to include someone in society, you end up singling them out because you have to focus on so much attention on on making it a big thing so that everyone in society understands. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're, you feel like you're caught in the middle of, of, of something right now. Like I don't know. I'm maybe maybe the whole language isn't the problem. Maybe there's something else that's the fundamental problem. Like I don't know. It's it's the it's the intent too behind the language like. I feel like, and again, this is just my opinion, I feel like when you use language like, I'm hungry, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm starving, I'm starving, a person can then go and eat something and they're no longer starving. Okay, you can take a pill and you'll no longer be anxious. What's the point? When a person's feeling anxious or is in the midst of a panic attack, I feel like that's a little different than just being... If you don't eat, you die. Oh my God. 
like uh, what like what are you like I, i'm giving you a like a, a like a an example that is an extreme if you don't eat if you if you are starving you die if you are anxious unless you do something to harm yourself you're not going to die so now okay they're both i'm not i'm not trying to take away from either one of them they are both severe. So now, what? Like, what? What are you? Like, what is the? What is the fundamental problem? I think the fundamental problem is using terminology to describe emotions that are not necessarily accurate. If you say to me, and you are actually starving, that you are starving, okay, I understand that. You could die, like you said. Well, if someone's, like the example you gave, about to go on stage and says, I'm feeling severe anxiety, I just don't think it's appropriate for the situation. So the examples don't matter. I guess what you're saying is it, it, it matters because it affects you. Well, not me specifically. Well, of course, it it it, it, it affects you. It the the example the example no, the example the examples are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I'm asking about what like we're t- we're talking about what what is it specifically that? Yes, is, is the problem. you know what? Yes, so it's, it yes. affects yes. you. Yes, it affects me. It affects me because I've had a panic attack. I I know what that feels like. I know what severe anxiety feels like. So when someone says. I, I feel severe anxiety or any of the other things that I specifically have experienced, those words will bite at me. They will offend me. And you want to let people know that those words are offensive. And you want them to be aware of it so that they can... Curb their language. Curb their language. So the same way we... The word retard has become mm-hmm. you know socially unacceptable you know that that's that's what you're hoping for i'm hoping for terms like psycho and schizo and not necessarily bipolar when it's when it means you're talking about your diagnosis but general mental illness terms i want them out of people's mouths i want them to stop saying them and i thought you know at the beginning of this conversation i really thought that it it didn't really bother me that much and I'm I'm probably made it seem that way, like it, it's overdone. But I'm allowed to change my mind. It does bother me. It it bugs me. Um, and maybe it's only the ones that I've experienced personally that are that are affecting to me. But there's someone else who've experienced all the other ones that it's affecting to them. So stopping it is the best bet. There's actually a song on the radio right now called Sweet and Psycho. And I hear it every morning on uh, the radio station when I'm just, when I get up, I'll turn on the radio and I hear it every morning. And I'm just kind of taken aback by the song. I want to bop to the beat, but then I hear the words and I'm like, no, no, Ava Max, no. I know you're probably not listening, but no. I don't know. I just... 
I feel like words, you know, we give them power. I know we do as human beings. Every word has a certain amount of power to it. It has a purpose. But I feel like we're living in a time where we're not thinking about the things that are coming out of our mouths. And, you know, it's a funny thing. I I think of the saying my dad used to always tell me when I was a kid. There are three things in life you can't get back once they're gone. A shot arrow, a lost opportunity, and the spoken word. And I always thought that was pretty cool. So you're not you're not happy about the lyrics. I'm not happy about the lyrics. I read them. Do you, I I I've, I can't remember them right now. But well, I mean, there's now that's because it affects you. But do you remember songs like uh, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines? How that affected people of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's songs all over the place. Like you can take up some hip hop songs that are pretty aggressive in the lyrics. <laughs> aggressive. Um, I don't know. Um, Loretta Lynn, The Pill, about birth The Pill. Mm-hmm. That's like an old one. I, I, my mom's played that, I guess. Was she saying something to me? I don't know. Ooh. Language, language. Yeah, and then I don't know. Like, you've got some classic stuff, like, by, like, I don't know. I'm not going to go into music now. Anyway, but um, I don't know. Lyrics have always been questionable. They're an expression of creativity. So now you want to block people's creativity because it offends you? Because. How does that work? That that goes back to free speech. Again, it it does go back to free speech. She she has the radio, the song on the radio. It's blasting, it's playing, but it's also reinforcing the concept of a psycho. Did you I go just, over, did you go over I, the lyrics? I, I did. I pulled them up. Um, oh, okay. So, oh, she's sweet but a psycho, a little bit psycho. At night, she's screaming, "I'm ma 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 out of my mind." Oh, she's hot but a psycho. So left, but she's right though. At night, she's screaming. I'm a ma 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 out of my mind. So except for the like at night she's screaming I'm I'm out of my yeah, mind. I'm yeah. like that could that could be true. That could that could be true. That could all be factual information. But she could be talking about herself for all I know. She could be have gone through psychosis. I don't know even Max personally. But I, but I've never heard the song so I can't I don't even know. Well, listen to it after. It's not the thing is really the, the beat the beat's not that bad. But I'm not a little kid anymore where I'm just listening to the beat. I'm a grown-ass woman where I listen to the words. Like, Well, unfortunately, <laughs> like if you go back and listen to the songs from your childhood, like they were pretty uh, gruesome. Like it just it, it bugs it bug I'm bugging about it. Like the psycho that's what led to this whole conversation. Hear, hearing that damn song every morning. But um, again, guys, it's in the intention. Just always have positive intention, please, when you're using words related to mental health. I call myself bipolar. When people ask me, are you bipolar? I say, yes, I am bipolar. I don't say I have a condition or whatever. Those are the words I choose for myself. And, you know, if you're out there with a mental health condition, you choose what, what works for you. You choose what suits you best, okay, and what makes you most comfortable. Well, with that said, JR, if anyone has any, like, points about this conversation about language and how JR bodied me this uh, episode. Um, I just pushed you to get to the answer. Me. He, he pushes. He, push, he pushes buttons. He pushes the buttons. That's his job. Um, but if you have any questions or comments you want to say what up, uh, JR, let them know how they can reach us. Yeah, most definitely. You can reach uh, Onika at dish, D-Y-S-H, at daintydish.com. Uh, you can also reach her by 
commenting on the YouTube video or SoundCloud or whatever. You know, thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five. You deserve five. Thank you so much if you're listening to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, any other platform. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, that's it for me. All right, guys, that has been the dish of the day. I hope y'all have yourselves a very, very, very happy.